Now we pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you glory. We give you all the thanks and all the adoration. We thank you that you are good God. We thank you that you have chosen us, that you love us, that you do not give up on us. We thank you for your mercy that are new every morning. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the new year. We thank you for the new day. We pray and may Christ alone be exalted in our discussion tonight. In the name of Jesus, amen. We thank God yet again for another 24 hours to work the works of him who has qualified us to see another day. And we thank God for the new year that's already started so great. And we are believing God that we would enjoy his generosity, we would enjoy the good of the land. So for this year, we are starting as we always do with prayers that God wants us to consistently pray throughout the year. And as I said last week, this year we are looking at seven prayers instead of our usual six prayers. Maybe next year it may be ten. <laughs> so we are looking at seven prayers that God consistently wants us to pray about. And all these seven prayers are indirectly kind of one prayer. That is from Romans chapter 6, the verse number 11. When Paul said that, Consider yourselves to be dead indeed to sin but to be alive to God in Christ Jesus, but to be alive in God to Christ Jesus. And one of the things that God laid upon our heart that this year he wants us to be alive to him. So for last week, we look at the fact that or we started looking at one of the characteristics of life. What does it mean to be alive to something or to someone? And I said that there's mostly the expression that we use that you are dead to me. So when somebody says you are dead to me, is the same thing Adam did to God when he decided to listen to the voice of the serpent. Adam's decision to listen to the voice of the serpent was simply telling God that God, you are dead to me. The same thing was what the prodigal son did. The day he stepped foot outside the house of the father, he was literally telling his father, Father, you are dead to me. That is why the father told the elder son when he came back from work and he realized that the father was doing a party for his younger brother, he said, this our son was dead, but now he's alive. We all know that he was not physically dead. Neither was he spiritually dead in the context of the parable of the loving father, but that he was out of reach with the father. He was dead to the father. And for the next um, seven weeks, what we are looking at is what does it mean to be alive to God? And that is what God wants us to pray consistently. As I said last week, it's going to be more of a biology lesson. So for those of you who have been dodging science throughout your life, unfortunately, God has caught you here again. <laughs> so last week we stated that there are seven characteristics that forms life. And for every organism or for everything that is good to be qualified as a living thing, should attribute or should demonstrate these seven attributes. And even though they may not all demonstrate it the same way, but they will demonstrate different forms of it. And I give the example of movement and plants move but they do not move as animals do. But then there are seven of these. And last week we looked at the first one, which was sensitivity. The ability of an organism to respond to stimuli. And stimuli is simply a change in an organism's environment. 
And this change can be an internal change or an external change. And for you to be alive, one characteristics of being alive is that you must be sensitive. You must be able to one notice and recognize when there's a change in your environment. And you must be able to respond accordingly to that change. When I was young, I remember one of the things my parents used to always tell us that we don't eat in the room, we don't eat in the room. And I remember they would say something like, if you eat in the room, cockroaches will come and kiss you. And I was always wondering, how, what is the correlation between eating and cockroaches coming to kiss me? And I remember those days when you want to be a little bit sneaky, you know, like eating bread or biscuit and those things. You would try as much as possible not for the breadcrumbs to fall. But I noticed that for a season or for a period, whenever I used to eat in my room, I just begin to see cockroaches appearing. And I used to wonder, where do these cockroaches come from? Or where do these insects come from? But I realized that these insects have a mechanism that enables them to be able to sense food. So if you want to see this practically in your room, start eating in your room. <laughs> start eating rice and bread and let the crumbs fall off. Sometimes you may not even know, but the crumbs do fall off. Sometimes rice and rice. You will notice, let's say after two weeks, you begin to notice insects appearing in your room. That's because these animals or these insects have a mechanism that enables them to sense the presence of food and they move towards the food. And God is saying that for us to be alive, we should have that mechanism that can sense the leading of God, the promptings of God, the presence of God, the direction of God. So if we are not able to be sensitive to God, we are dead to God. So sensitivity is key for us in the year 2023 because the opportunities that God is going to open for us, we may miss it. And I give the example of David and Goliath. Goliath was an opportunity for David to announce himself. For many of us, we would have checked out when we met Goliath, when we meet our Goliath in this year. Little do we know that killing Goliath it is what is going to announce us. It's going to be that our breakthrough we have been praying for or we pray for our 31st night. We need to be sensitive to know those moments. You see, and one thing I like about football, we had the World Cup last year, is that, and one thing I like about football, especially last year's 2020 Champions League um, um, finals, 2021-2022, about the team Real Madrid, in most of the knockout matches, the whole 90 minutes they don't play good football but they are able to capitalize on moments in the match. So in the match, they may be 2 nil down or 3 nil down, but for 10 minutes in the 90 minutes, they are able to capitalize and bring their opponent down, and the remaining, they will play foolish ball in quotes. So these teams are able to capitalize on moments. And I heard um, from those who are, in quote, football analysts, they are like, the minutes after you concede a goal is very important. Because immediately you concede a goal or you score a goal, mostly your defense or your, your sensitivity is quite down. So you relax. And that is when you are most vulnerable. And in the year 2023, there are moments that we should not miss when God is dealing with us. That's why God wants us to consistently and continuously pray that we will be sensitive to Him. The next feature or the next attribute of life it's the R we are going to look at. And there are two R's. Remember, we are looking at Miss Green. M, Mrs. Green. M-R-S-G-R-E-N. And we have done the S. We are looking at another R. And we are going to look at the R for respiration. Respiration. This is one of, this kind of the most important 
um, life attributes, depending on how you make the case. But respiration is very important. It's a sign of life. And every organism, one way or another, must respire. Now, respiration is simply a cellular process. It's a process that occurs in the cell of an organism. And now the cell, as I said last week, can either be a unicellular organism or a multicellular organism. So whether you are uni or you are multi, multi, there's a process that you should be able to undergo to produce energy. And energy is produced in a molecule that we call ATP. ATP is like the energy currency of a cell. So for every organism, you need to produce energy because all the other, all the life processes you'll be carrying out, including sensitivity, movement, reproduction, excretion, nutrition, all of them, you will require energy to carry all of them out. That is why some school of thought believe that respiration is the most important um, life process, a cellular process that releases energy to carry out all other life processes. And this is one thing that it means to be alive to God. It means that we are able to respire. We are able to release energy. And this is very important. How do we release energy as believers? It is our cellular process that releases energy or power. And that is prayer. So in the year 2023, God wants us to be prayerful because prayer is our respiration. Prayer is the mechanism by which a believer produces power to be able to live the Christian life. Because the Christian life is not an improved life. God did not come to improve our life. God came to exchange our life. God came to take away our dead self and give us his life. God came to take away our sin and gave us his righteousness. And one way that we can live out the Christian life is that we need power. We need energy. And the energy is got in the place of prayer. So to be alive to God, it means us to live in the state of continuous, uninterrupted fellowship with God. Continuous uninterrupted fellowship with God. So in 1 Corinthians 4 verse 20, the Bible says, for the kingdom of God is not about words, but it's about power. In 1 Timothy 1 verse 7, he says that, for you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but one of the things that you have received is the spirit of power. In Acts chapter 1 verse 8, Jesus said that, I know that you have had opportunities to see miracles. I have had opportunities to learn how to pray, to teach and all those things. But I said, do not go out and exhibit the Christian life yet. Because one thing is left, you will need power. Power is a requirement for the Christian life. Because Christianity without power is mere religion. It's just a form. Let's read something in First Timothy. I like the scripture that Brother Paul tells us about an important truth that Brother Paul tells about in um, 2 Timothy 3 verse 5. 2 Timothy 3 verse 5. And I read. So let's start from maybe let's start from the verse 1 just to get context. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Very interesting. For men shall be lovers of their own self, covetous, boosters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, 
unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontingent fears, despises of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Now look at the verse 5. Having the form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, turn away from such people. Paul is telling us something that is happening and that is going to happen. That whether you realize it or not, the reason why the world is getting hard and it will get hard and or is hard is because men will be lovers of themselves. And he goes out to list some of the things that men would exhibit that will make the world a difficult place. And Paul is letting us know that all these people who will be lovers of themselves, who will be covetous, who will be boastful, who will be unthankful, who will be unholy, without natural affection. Well, we have to peruse this list. Without natural affection, we will be high-minded. Love All these people will have a form of godliness. All these people will look like believers. All these people will speak like believers. All these people will use religious jargons. All these people would engage in religious activities. They would have the form of godliness. But all these people will not be able to live their Christian life because they deny the power thereof. It takes power to say no to ingratitude. It takes power to say no to envy. It takes power to say no to greed. It takes power to say no to pride. It takes power. That is why Jesus said that you are not yet ready to go into the world, but you need to be endued with power to live the Christian life. It is impossible to live the Christian life without power. And we only get power when we stay in the place of prayer. When we are prayerful, when we are full of prayer because whether you like it or not if you do not pray you'll be boastful you'll be covetous you'll be proud you'll be a blasphemer you'll be disobedient to parents you'll be unthankful you'll be unholy you'll be fierce you'll be a despiser of things that are good because you cannot live the christian life based on your own terms and based on your own strength it's impossible so a time came when jesus Knew that knew that he was going to the cross, and he knew that he needed power, he needed strength, he needed energy to face the journey to the cross and the cross itself. So he spent about three hours at Gethsemane praying. And the interesting thing was that he knew the disciples would also face their share of temptation. So he told he he brought them along to Gethsemane and he told them, "Watch here with me." And he went ayonder, fell on the ground and prayed. And about an hour's time, he came back and he found the people sleeping. And he said, ah, are you guys asleep? Don't you sense what is happening? But the people, Charlie, they did not know what was going on. And it's very important. The people did not know. And they were like, Charlie, Masa, it's dawn, it's about 2 a.m. And he woke them up and he said, Charlie, pray, least you enter into temptation. And the Bible said, he went again for the second time. And he said, Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass me by. He came back again and found the people sleeping. He woke them up and he did that for the third time. The third time when he came, he said, actually, sleep on for the hour has come. And it was not surprising that all of them left Jesus. Even the man who said, I will not forsake you, Papa Peter. The only reason why they could not withstand common shaking 
from the armies that came or from the soldiers that came was because they were deprived of power. And you see, the reason why many of us be taken out in life is because we have not stored up enough power in our power bank. We have not stored up enough power. So I remember this instance. I always remember this story so clearly. When my father was ill, I remember one time he was in the hospital. I was so angry in the spirit. <laughs> I said, I'm going to raise my father from the sick bed. I remember going to the hospital. I was on the elevator. I was just bubbling in the spirit, waiting to say to my father, arise and walk from the sick bed. And I went, I was, when I was getting to the ICU, then the nurse met me and I'm like, oh, I need to remove my shoe and all those things. And they told me that the state my father is in, all that he needs is encouragement. So under no circumstance should I cry. Under no circumstance should I put any sad countenance. I should just encourage him and be smiling throughout. And in my mind, I was saying, you nurses, you have no idea what you're coming to witness. If you have not seen a miracle before today, you shall see a miracle. Hmm. So I opened and I went and it was on the last bed that faced the wall watching the TV. When I got to there, but I said, oh, daddy, then my daddy turned. And I don't know what happened up till now. <laughs> By the time my father turned and looked at me, I broke down in tears like a baby. Because my dad had become as skinny as a broom. And I just broke. And the nurses had to come and carry me out of the place. And they were like, oh, young man, we just told you that do not cry. And you have just come and you didn't even last five minutes, not even a minute. And you are crying. Up till now, I was shocked why I cried. And this is the reality of many of us in life. We use vim to face life. Unfortunately, vim does not shake the devil. And unfortunately, many of us are on, or have not built up enough power store. So when we face the realities and the frustrations of life, we break down in tears. So when the disciples faced death, Peter denied the man three times without blinking once. And you see, it's impossible not to deny Jesus if you do not spend time awake in Gethsemane. And God is saying that even those kairos moments, when they come in 2023, when the Goliaths come in 2023, if you have not built up enough power in your power bank, you can't go and tell Goliath that you come with me with a spear and a sword, but I come in the name. By the time you see Goliath's face, ah, nobody will tell you to run. You will run and leave smoke behind like a cartoon. The Christian life is not about words, but it's about power. And we can only get power when we stay, when we stay at Gethsemane. One of the reasons why Jesus could send to the cross, because he prepared himself in Gethsemane. When people were sleeping, when Peter was deep in sleep, this guy was building, he was, he was charging his power back. That's why he told them that indeed the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Pray so that you will not enter into temptation. The only reason that will make us not be ungrateful in this year, the only reason why we cannot be proud in this year, the only reason why we can resist envy, covetousness, is when we are full of prayer. Honey, as long as you are body, you are made up of flesh. It is always natural that when little you see your mate having that good job, having that darling husband or wife, having those beautiful kids, uh, what again do they have? driving a nice car and you are still picking public transport 
and you have just left one job because the pay is no good and you are trying to go for an interview for another job which the pay is not any better those moments will get to you those moments will get to you the only reason why you can still smile in the face of the storms is because you have built up enough ATP in cells you have enough power so the spirit we have received is not the spirit of bondage again to fear by the spirit of power and in the year 2023 we need power to live the christian life and god is saying that consistently you need to stay in touch with me and that's what made the difference between jesus on all those who came before him let's read something in matthew um chapter 7 the verse number 29 or let's start from the verse 28 it says that and it came to pass when jesus had ended these sayings the people were astonished at his doctrine for he taught them as one having authority not as the scribes for he taught them with one having authority not as the scribes the difference between the teachings of jesus and that of all those who came before him including the scribes and the pharisees was the authority was the power with which he spoke that is why paul said that when i came to you i did not come with enticing words of men's wisdom neither did i come with you in clarity of speech but i came to you in the demonstration of the spirit and of the power the gospel is a power gospel the gospel is a power gospel and a christian life you will need power paul tells us that He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we think or imagine or ask of according to the power that works in us. So the reason why you are not getting exceedingly abundantly above is because the power is not working. And God is saying that in the year 2023, I need you to undergo respiration. So you see that when you are running, your breathing rate increases. What you're doing is that you are taking in more oxygen. So the oxygen will diffuse into your blood and locate the cells and go into your mitochondria and look for glucose and they begin to do what glycolysis and Krebs cycle and all those things all to release ATP. And you realize that when you have not warmed up enough, then your body would have to resort to another form of respiration, anaerobic respiration. And when that happens, lactic acid is built up. And before you realize you have either a muscle pull or a cramp and you realize that you can't continue the journey and that is the case for many of us we wait until we face goliath before we are now trying to do some spiritual gymnastics we wait until we are offered the bribe before we are not going to say should i take or i should not take we wait until we have been offered the opportunity to be envious to be ungrateful to be unholy to be without natural affection by that time there will not be enough time for your body to now come and do aerobic respiration it will have to resort to anaerobic but the energy cannot last that is why many of us crumple in the face of temptation in the face of goliath in the face of pharaoh but daniel could say for i and my friends we will not eat what the king brings to us because they had built up enough power to be alive to god it means to be in a state of continuous uninterrupted fellowship with the father in prayer and god is saying that he wants us to be prayerful in this year because that is the only way we can live the christian life 
we need genuine spiritual power to be Christians. And we need genuine spiritual power to stand against the gates of Hades. If we lack power, it's just going to be a matter of time. We would fall for our temptation. And God is saying that in this year, stay with me in Jerusalem. God is saying that in this year, stay with me in a place of prayer. God is saying that because of the opportunities that I have prepared for you, you will need power. So the angel told Elisha, arise and eat. And Elisha undermined or underestimated the journey he was going for. So he ate a little and he slept. And the Bible and the angel struck him again and said, my friend, get up and eat again for the journey is far. And God is saying that in this season, build up spiritual energy because the journey is far. Stay, invest in staying in the presence of God because the journey is far. That is the only way you cannot be a lover of yourself because the journey is far. That is the only way you can be perpetually grateful throughout the year 2023 because there will be many circumstances that will cause you to be ungrateful. There will be many circumstances that will cause you to show ingratitude. There will be many circumstances that will cause you to forget the people that God have used to bless you. There will be many circumstances that will cause you to be proud. There will be many circumstances and the only way is when you have enough energy in your power bank. So God is saying, arise and eat, for the journey is far. We just want to spend some time in prayer that God in this year, 2023, may we stay with you. Because that's the only way we can generate enough power to live the Christian life. That is the only way we can have enough energy to face our Goliath. That is the only way we can have enough energy to say no to Potiphar's wife. That is the only way we can have enough energy to tell the personal assistant to Herod that we would eat nothing off his table except vegetables and water. That is the only way we can have enough energy when we are facing our cross is because we have spent some time in prayer. And that's why Jesus said that men always ought to pray and never faint. He's saying that men need to constantly get connected to power because temptation is arising. Father, we pray in the year 2023. May we spend time in Jerusalem. May we spend time in the upper room. Father, we pray for your grace. Lord, help us. Help us. He said that we should come boldly onto the throne of grace. May we spend more time in the throne of grace. Father, we pray that you will spend time in damning the power because we know it's according to the power that worketh in us. We know that the only way we can be humble is when we have enough power. We know that the only way we can be cheerful is when we have enough power. We know that the only way we can be selfless, we can be genuinely happy for people, we can have natural affection. The only way we can live the Christian life is when we have power because the kingdom of God is not in words but it's in power. Father, we pray that we will spend time with you. We pray that we would invest in building enough spiritual stamina, enough spiritual energy, enough spiritual ATP in the name of our Lord Jesus. We pray that Father, every distraction to spending time with you 
you. We clear it off in the name of our Lord Jesus. Every excuse to spend time with you, we clear it off in the name of our Lord Jesus. We pray that in this year, we will be in constant touch with you. We pray that this year, we will be aligned to you in prayer. We pray that this year, we will be basking in the presence of God constantly and continuously. We pray that just as Daniel was, that they knew that the only way they could affect Daniel was to affect his prayer life because they knew that as long as Daniel was connected to you in prayer, there was nothing that could cause him to produce a shoddy work. But they knew that the excellence of Daniel was because of his continuous prayer. We pray for the spirit of Daniel, the spirit of praying three times every day, the spirit of being consistently connected to you in the name of our Lord Jesus. Every distraction, every excuse is dealt with in the name of our Lord Jesus. Every laziness is dealt with in the name of our Lord Jesus. We are spending time with you. We are spending more time with you in the name of our Lord Jesus. And we are alive to you in the year 2023. We thank you for your reminder. We thank you that we will be endued with power because the Holy Spirit has come upon us. We thank you that we are capable of being your witness because we have been endued with power. We thank you that the Holy Ghost is actively working in us. And throughout the year 2023, we will be full of prayer. In the name of our Lord Jesus, Amen. Thank you, thank you so much for this, for being with us. And we appreciate your presence consistently. And you are believing God that in the year 2023, you'll be alive to God. We cannot afford to let this year go to waste. We are maximizing this year. We are working in the volumes of the book. It is written that 2023 is going to be a year of being alive to God. We thank you. We'll see you next week, even as we look at the next feature or the next characteristics of what it means to be alive to God. See you next week. And remember, we need power to continually give God our very best and to own no one nothing but love. See you next week and have a good night. Bye-bye. If not for